culture comms and cocktails is internal comms served straight up. So settle in, drink in the knowledge, some shaken, some stirred, and maybe even some with a twist, and enjoy the top shelf guests I have lined up for you. I'm your host, Chuck Ghost, strategic advisor at Social Chorus. And on this episode of Culture Comes and Cocktails, we have Kathy Craig, Senior Manager of Corporate Reputation for Whirlpool Global Communications out of Michigan. Kathy, welcome to Culture Comms and Cocktails. Well, thanks, Chuck. Really excited to be here today. So grab a seat here at the Culture Comms and Cocktails Lounge and let's get started. When I mentioned your title, Senior Manager of Corporate Reputation, Whirlpool Global Communications, it's a very fancy title, Kathy. So share with listeners what it means to be the Senior Manager of Corporate Reputation at Whirlpool. Okay, well, it is a mouthful, um, and it's not really that fancy. Uh, I would say it best translates into keeping a lot of multiple balls in the air. Um, We have internal and external communicators on our global communications team. I actually sit on the external team that promotes and protects our corporate reputation. However, my team serves as a bridge to our internal comms teams. And so we manage the tool, or let's say tools, um, primarily uh, Whirlpool 360, that feeds all of our internal and external news to our employees. I also oversee the corporate website and other tools that are um, primarily used just for external communications. And you mentioned Whirlpool 360, that is uh, on the social course platform. And that is, as you mentioned, both an internal and external platform for employees. How big is the team that manages and facilitates that platform? And I guess, how much time is committed to that on their part? Yeah, well, we have one, actually, we have one employee primarily dedicated to the tool on throughout our 92,000 employees. Um, What we do have is a governance team of eight people. And then in addition to that, we have an advocacy team of 18 people. And some of those people are part of the governance team. And then, like I said, we have two, myself and an employee of mine that handles all the operations. Uh, I just happen to be lucky that she's a rock star and she's able to really handle all of it. She communicates with all our admins, all our publishers, content creators, et cetera. And she's, she's doing a great job. But there's, there's, I would say, two at best, one lone soul that's fueling the engine. Now, when Whirlpool 360 was launched, it was mostly about employee advocacy. And now it is a balance between both that external news and the internal news. So is it this governance team that finds the balance or how does the company find a balance between the two? Great question. And I can't say that we intentionally seek to find balance, but rather we promote all the news that comes through our corporate newsroom. And then we also work very intentionally to enable our teams across every region, across every brand, across every function Uh, to simplify their communication processes by making the tool available to them. So Whirlpool 360 has become our primary news source for corporate and our functional communications. And then we, from Whirlpool 360, we have two channels that feed through all of our intranet 
portals. So, and those are um, regional specific, and then those channels provide visibility to our larger workforce. So, um, in some regions, every region has what we call our company headlines as one channel that feeds through, and then the other regions have a regional channel that will feed through. Once an employee is able to go into the portal and click on that, it familiarizes them with the tool and then we'll also usually come in and promote uh, the opportunities to see the other channels and share what exists on those channels. Um, it also helps that our CEO has his own channel and uses that for all his primary communication. You know, as they say, everything rises and falls on leadership. So he really has been a great promoter of our tool and uh, has led the way. Yeah, we're going to talk more about uh, his involvement in the platform because it is a, a key that we've heard throughout this podcast, throughout a lot of customers about the importance of uh, getting leaders not just involved, but also engaged and active in there which is a huge sign of success for Whirlpool 360. Another big sign of success that I've, I've heard of is around the promotion of events there at Whirlpool and, and the outcomes of those events uh, on, the, on Whirlpool 360. So how, has this changed events at Whirlpool? Are more people now aware? Are more people engaged? What's, what's happened as a result? Yeah, another great question, Chuck. Thanks. Um, well, we primarily began with simply promoting events, informing our employees when a specific event is going to happen and time and location. But as new features have evolved and um, new ideas emerge from our team, it, it's been used for some really fun and I would say even crazy events. For instance, our North American business uh, wanted to share some of our strategic imperatives. And so what they did was they built this pretty amazing escape room. Um, we had a consultant come in that has built a few escape rooms um, in the region. And so what they did was they built this escape room inside our building, um, took up a number of big conference rooms, and most of our employees in North America were able to come in and experience it. So on the heels of that, one of, our, one of the clues that was hidden within this escape room was an, uh, within an article on our Whirlpool 360 app. So in the escape room, we had a phone sitting on one of the counters, and it was really driving our, our employees to pick up the phone, find the article, and then find their next so we have a team that's always looking for clever ways to help our employees become familiar with the app and utilize it. And it was just a fun way to, to continue to promote it. In addition to that, now we started doing some live streaming and um, at different events we have, uh, we'll hold contests too that, that have continued to promote some of those events. And the okay, app. Okay, Kathy, I, I thought I had just about heard it all. When it comes to <laughs> internal comms, tactics, and getting pretty clever and creative, that's the first that I've heard of, of not just, I mean, using the escape room with employees is, is clever, creative, and I think near genius to do something like that. But also then to bury one of the clues inside the platform. I, I, 
absolutely, absolutely love that idea. Yeah, we had a great time with it and it was really well received. And it was really a challenge to get through the escape room. It had all these different rooms that we had to go through and um, all kinds of bells and whistles in it. Uh, but it was really fun that we were able to build the content and the clues into Whirlpool 360. Yeah, that's, and, and you mentioned that the majority or a lot of North American employees also got to experience it because sometimes that is something that's reserved for a select few. So it was great that so many got to experience or participate in that. Yeah, and we challenged a lot of teams too to come through together. Uh, and and also we we paired different functions and different teams up too so that they would get to know each other also. So it was a, it was just a, not only a great way to utilize the app, but also a fun engagement for our teams. And we did receive a lot of positive feedback on it. I, I bet that built some new relationships and also tested some existing relationships. <laughs> going through that escape You're not room. kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, my husband happens to work for the corporation too, but on on an entirely different team. So he was pumping me for some of the answers before, knowing that I had gone in through it with him because he didn't want to look foolish. And you know what? There's a competitive spirit in me that said, "No way, you figure it out yourself, my friend." <laughs> What I think is also remarkable, and, and little tactics and creativity and being clever is amazing, but also just the sheer volume of people that are on this platform. Uh, as of last check, there are more than 26,000 Whirlpool employees using Whirlpool 360. And this is all the way from your CEO, who again, we'll get to a little bit later, down to the factory workers. And I'm curious, specifically related to the factory workers, what is their benefit from being here? What's in it for them? And are you surprised at their level of engagement and enthusiasm? Um, no, because we really primed our plant communicators to speak to their audience. So we had a lot of learning to do too from them as to what content their employees are looking for. And then we just helped them get onto the platform provided some assets for them to promote the tool and they took it away. They've been doing a great job. So I would say each channel speaks to its own audience or audiences. And so from the manufacturing floor, they will convey information about a line in a plant or some plant closings in case there's weather uh, due to weather. Of course, you know, we are in the Midwest, so we do get a lot of snow. Uh, in winter. Um, they'll also promote things like their lunch menu. What I have found too, uh, manufacturing, our workforce loves contests. And so they, for every event that they have, let's say for a holiday, they will often post pictures of their employees. We have one specific channel that we call hashtag Whirlpool Life that the employees can submit their own photos on and so that has become a, a great tool to engage the manufacturing workforce as well as um, just other teams around the, the company. So from manufacturing then to our business functions, they communicate with their teams and are creating some fun engagement. For instance, our 
HR leadership came to us and said, could they have a, a private channel where they can just communicate? They wanted to actually even share some of their own family news, get to know their teammates a little bit better, and they've been utilizing it that way. And then it goes to the CEO, as you said, fielding like a weekly question every week that he answers through video. And I would say it's unedited video. So each channel's content is targeted to its audience. And we have, we've been very intentional with those who ask us if they can have a channel to, to really look at what is your strategy? What is, how often are you planning on communicating? Who is your audience? and really helping them coming alongside them to tailor their content specifically to their audience. Now you mentioned these plant communicators. It sounds like they're in charge of the local channels or driving the local channels. Have you seen some plants have better success than others or are all plants about the same? No, we definitely have some that are more successful than the others. And it's really a matter of a mindset of, um, of who's running it. So we have some uh, just hero plant communicators who one, love their workforce, they love their, their teams, and so they have put their all into, into what they're doing. Um, and I would say sometimes it's not, uh, they've got to actually sell this quite a bit to their plant leaders because the plant leaders, I will say, absolutely still love uh, the printed daily newsletter that they hand out to the workforce as they walk in. So it's been, it, there's been some um, just need for change in those areas. And it's usually the plant communicators who are ready to hold up the banner and say, hey, you know what, you might not be aligned, but can we experiment for, with this for three weeks? See where we get. And then they can show the wins and the metrics back to their plant leaders. And those are the communicators that are really making a difference. When you and I first met, uh, you spoke at Social Course's Future Comms and Customer Forum event this past April in New York City. And one of the highlights for me was you shared examples of videos that your CEO, Mark Bitzer, shares on the platform. And as I mentioned earlier, getting leadership, engagement, and involvement is one thing, but getting them to really participate and have themselves get value out of a platform like Whirlpool 360 is something else. Talk about those videos and how well those are received from employees. Yeah, Mark has been doing an amazing job. And I will say he, uh, he stepped into leadership only a few short years ago and has really changed the culture here uh, at Whirlpool Corp. Um, we have fantastic engagement on his videos. Um, we found that it it is really making a difference. Transparency has changed exponentially in the few short years that he's embraced the tool. And I would attribute a lot of this um, is that he's on the tool and, and it's putting his voice into our employees' hands. So, and he has, um, uh, with that change of leadership, he's really made uh, great inroads and strides to increasing our diversity and inclusion, um, uh, seeing women promoted in leadership. It's just absolutely changing the culture. But it also comes from uh, a CEO who's willing to be very transparent. Uh, we put a camera uh, 
just the iPhone video in front of him each week. It is completely unedited. Uh, if the phone rings, he will actually stop in the middle of what he's saying and, and say, it's important that I answer this call. And so at that point, we've had to cut a few times and then he gets back. But it's very uh, natural. It's very authentic. He has said in a few videos when employees submit these questions, I don't know everything that's going on in the company. I can't know everything. And um, it's really, it's just created this great, great culture. Uh, he said, um, at one point he was saying, "If I, I'm strongly convinced if our employees understand the broader context of the entire company, it allows them to make better decisions in their respective work environments. And it is really true. Uh, it has trickled down from leadership and uh, to other leaders now. And I think it's it's just allowed in, or enabled us to see this culture rise of experimentation, that it's okay to even um, fail at times if we're being completely transparent and trying our best. So he's, he's made great inroads for us there. Yeah, I think this is a lesson for communicators out there listening. If your CEO says that she doesn't have time to do videos, here's a CEO of a 92,000 global company and is making time to do these videos. So it's not about having the time, it's about making the time and making it important. And your employees are the ones who benefit in addition to anyone else uh, from a leadership team who would be interesting. And you, you'd mentioned that these videos and, and one of his goals was helping people kind of understand the broader spectrum of where Whirlpool is and all the corporate goals. Are there, what other successes have you seen out there? What other outcomes does Whirlpool 360 drive across the business? Um, it really drives employee engagement. And so our, I will say we've had decent engagement scores, but I wouldn't say stellar. So um, to that, I think it has driven that. Uh, one of the things that I've been most excited about, particularly on the um, reputation team, is that we've utilized the tool. Our team, corporate newsroom really took a deeper dive into uh, what does our reputation look like and how can we actually better our reputation. And so what we did was we looked at some very strategic, um, very intentional strategic ways we can tell our stories, where we are excelling, and then using the tool to put those stories into our employees' hands and they have shared it and amplified that on their social networks. So like I said, yes, we're, we're, in, we're communicating internally, but externally. What I've seen through the tool is that last year in the U.S., our corporate reputation um, from, corp, uh, from the Repu Reputation Institute, we were at number 33, and this year we moved up to number three. And so I attribute wow, that- Wow, that's quite the jump. To our employees, yep. Just a little bit of intentionality on how we're going to tell our stories and then putting them into our employees' hands. Yeah, two, two thoughts on, on things you shared there. One is I really appreciated your honesty in talking about engagement because I will be the first to admit I'm a skeptic when I have a, hear a company talk about their high engagement scores because I'm thinking, well, you're really measuring the right things there. 
So the fact that you guys recognize that, no, we have some work to do, says you were doing a very honest assessment of engagement. So kudos to you guys for that. And then also your point about reputation, I think about that as, as an inside out score a lot of times. If your own employees don't think very highly of the company, then surely that's going to spread to your external audiences, your consumers, the general publics. But if your employees believe in the company and have a, and have a great company has a great reputation with them, that's only going to bleed externally. Exactly. They're our greatest advocates. They really are. Our greatest marketers, our greatest advocates. Now, we talked about at the beginning the, the people that are communicators that are on this team and monitoring the, the platform, the governance, and obviously doing their own communication roles. But how many people who, what we call like small C communicators, not necessarily in their titles, and publishers out there, do you have putting content out on Whirlpool 360? And I don't need an exact uh, number, but is, yeah, how we many have a, people are out there doing it? Yeah, we have a little over 60. Of, I would say content contributors, publishers, and admins. And that's, and that's amazing given the success of the platform. Yes, you're a 92,000-person company. You've got tens of thousands of employees using the platform. But that's great to see that size of a team uh, really focused on, on not just building Whirlpool 360 as a platform, but doing all those things we talked about before, which is you know, getting the word out about the company. And whether it is things like reputation and improving that score from 33 to 3, which is remarkable, all the way down to that plant communicator, helping to create that connection with the factory worker who, who maybe before didn't really have much of an insight into the corporate dialogue, but certainly does now. Sure, sure. Um, one other event I forgot to share with you, which has been really successful that we did a few weeks ago. Uh, as, like, as I said, as we just sit around and brainstorm, do these what ifs, what if we could do this, what if we could do that? And we did learn at FutureComps actually that we could live stream through, through the app. And so, uh, Whirlpool 360, uh, our employee advocacy team, combined, what we did was we sponsored an event called Bookmark It, and Mark, Mark is our CEO, and mm -hmm. so it was Bookmark It, and it was really a book discussion on what books he is reading. And so employees had a chance to pre-register and attend a book chat with our CEO on, the fav on his favorite books, and why he likes them, and it was um, a dialogue back and forth, and we had different employees had a chance to pre-register from all over the globe and attend this very private, what seemed, what felt like private book chat with our CEO, and then we streamed it through the, the app. Since attendance was limited for those participating, um, we were able then to save the recording and then make it available to all the other employees who were not in the in this small chat but we had really really great feedback from those who participated who don't necessarily sit at our headquarters and they don't have very limited exposure to our ceo and it really made them feel like they were sitting at the fireplace chat with the ceo and sharing why they like certain books and, and why he reads certain books and what he gained from those. And it's been a great thing. So I think we're going to see a lot more live streaming. 
And here's a few things I love about that. One, one I love, anytime you can use live stream and embed that in to a platform that creates that live connection for, for an employee. So that's great. But, but separately, the thing I like and I love most about what you shared is that we all have different ways of connecting with people. And what you shared around the book, that's about him building a connection. He could have been out there talking about sustainability and that's going to connect with a new audience. He might be out there talking about profitability. That's going to connect with a certain audience. And some people are honestly going to connect with a CEO about what they like to read or their thoughts on a book. And having a CEO share a bit of themselves in still a very professional setting uh, says a lot about the culture there and also what employees want to get from him beyond just him being the CEO. So much around feedback that companies get wrong is they gather feedback and they don't report out on feedback so that, that he can answer these questions for employees and, and, and wants to answer these questions for employees is, is amazing. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Well, Kathy, thank you again for being on Culture Comes and Cocktails, and we're going to wrap this up the way we do every episode. So we've talked about the culture there. We've talked about the comms there at Whirlpool. What I don't know yet, Kathy, is what's your favorite cocktail? <laughs> um, I would say, well, anything with coffee. Morning, afternoon, evening, coffee trumps cocktails for me. It gives me the buzz I need. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So anything coffee is my cocktail of choice. Very good, Kathy. Well, great job to you and the team for, you know, Whirlpool 360 has now been out there for several years. It's obviously a great resource for employees, uh, tons of attention and care and creativity. I love those examples from you and the team. And obviously also seeing the leadership there get a lot out of it. So thank, thank to you guys for all, all the great work you do. In, in Whirlpool 360 and, and keep it up. Well, thanks, Chuck. And thanks to everybody at Social Course for giving us such a great app and um, for the continuous development. We truly appreciate it. And I know we've kind of grown together and it's been a great experience. I'm really, really pleased with, with everything that we've done so far together. If you enjoyed what you heard from this episode and want to check out others, find Culture Comes and Cocktails on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. And when you do, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. This has been Culture Comms and Cocktails, internal comms served straight up. Thanks for listening.